talking, please. I am Anna, and I'm happy to be here with you guys today. Very excited for this new uh, venture. Are you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Alrighty, we're recording. We're live <laughs> in three, two. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a small amount of drama. I'm Rachel, and I'm Anna, and we are besties. <laughs> yep. So who are you and how do we know each other? Who am I? Um, well, as already stated, I am Anna. We, Rachel and I. Anna with one A or A? Anna with... Yeah, one A. Anna <laughs> with one A. With one N or two N's? It's very important. Um, two N's, which, you know, actually a lot of people ask me that. So good. Good point. Thank you. Two N's. How old are you? I am 24. And Same. you said you're almost 25, which makes me already 25 by that math then. So... Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Um, how did we meet, Anna? Um, I believe it was while we were at the University of Florida. Let's both try not to say um. Okay. We both do it. It's I think it's fine. it was while we were at the University of Florida, while in college. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'll answer that. So we went to a party, a college party, if you will. It was a a rager, do you remember? I do. It was the opposite of a rager, but I do. It was like a I believe we went to a, a play. Actually, it was the beginning of the party. I skipped that part. Oh yeah, me too, because I have no memory of that. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it was a Christian college party, so very chill, very low-key, and I think it was a birthday party. It was. Yes. It was a birthday party. Yes. And I remember I was there and uh, two of my friends had left at that point And I was like, well, I guess I'm just here already by myself. And I knew other people, but not very well. So I was just sitting there. You know, I heard a rumor about you before I knew you. Oh, really? Yeah. Somebody you? told me. Somebody was upset. I'm not going to say who because, but. <laughs> this, is, this is the first can, time I've ever heard this, by the way. You can probably guess who it was, but she was like. I'm so frustrated with Anna because she, <laughs> Anna's dying. I'm so frustrated. I'm so frustrated with Anna and Josie. Josie is Anna's sister because they always double book themselves and they're always like trying to do what's the most fun and they never stick to their plans. And I was like, hmm, noted. Anna and Josie, not Dang. good friends. <laughs> wow. But no, then we started talking. I think what kicked it off was we both have the same sense of humor when it comes to sarcasm, things yeah. like that. So we just hit it off right off the bat. And then we started working out every single day. Yeah. Well, at next... that party, I had just hurt my knee. And I remember we were sitting there and we were like, oh, yeah, I like to exercise. And I was like, oh, I like to run. You're like, I like to go to the gym. And I was like, well, why don't you show me how to work out of the gym? And on? we can go running together. And then we did yeah. that like once. It was right before Christmas break. And then when we came back, we're like, let's do it every single day. Yeah. I made that pact thinking like, oh, this girl's not serious. <laughs> like I made a lot of packs with a lot of friends saying, yeah, let's work out together all summer. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But no, Anna was like, we're, we're like 15 days in. She's like still consistent. And I'm just baffled because I've never <laughs> seen someone so consistent. Even I wanted to quit like two weeks in. But Anna was like, no, we're doing it. We're going. And I'm not a big runner, but she forced me to run. And I'm still not a good runner, but I'm glad that I did that for a whole semester. Yeah, I was impressed with the growth throughout. I'm a little habitual by nature. So if someone tells me to do something, I'm just going to do it. Yes, you're very consistent. True. <laughs> so that's how we met. We went from I, I prior to uh, Rachel, I guess, had no understanding of who Rachel was. I confused her with... I'm a mystery. I, we were like in similar circles throughout college, but never completely overlapping. 
And I just didn't know who she was until we were at this party. So we're both Christians. <laughs> this is a fact. I'm trying to move this, move this along. Um, we're both Christians, but from different denominations, which matters, but also doesn't matter. It depends what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important, but at the same time, I would draw the line at uh, where does one define salvation, and that's yeah. the most important, and after that, it's just uh, secondary, so yes. Exactly. Uh, what are you? I am Presbyterian and proud of it. And I grew up in a Pentecostal Romanian church, but then my parents started going to a non-denominational <laughs> American church, and that's where I've been for the past, like, 10 years. So I would consider myself non-denominational, which in and of itself is a denomination. We just don't like to admit it. So yeah, we'll touch on more of that in later episodes. But for now, uh, what are your hobbies slash passions? Good question. Hobby slash passions. Um, I would say my typical day is work, working out, and hanging out. So I guess those two that I like to do would be working out and hanging out. So exercising. Specifically running. I do enjoy running, but it's actually stemmed from lack of sports. Like I never ran growing up. It just was like I always played sports. And then when I got to college and there was less sports and then now post-college with zero sports, it's just running has fulfilled the lack of exercise. Mm -hmm. And then also working out though, that's, it's pretty much a 50-50 split right now. So what's your current workout split? Uh, three days running, two days at the gym um, is the current split. That's a, a new thing, though. It used to be two days running, two days at the gym. I can, I have to, like, not overhurt my, overtrain, so it's a whole science. My whole life is a science experiment. <laughs> and I just added the third day of running and have been trying to do it incrementally so that I don't destroy my body because I destroyed my body back in April, so. Nice, cool, cool. Yeah. I've been trying to think this whole time, what are my hobbies? And the only thing I can think of is like making content like YouTube, this podcast. So work. <laughs> but yeah, basically, I work I'm a workaholic. No, I honestly just enjoy making content and being online. And besides that, I do like to play volleyball, but unfortunately that just doesn't happen very often nowadays. We need to bring it back. Yes. It's beautiful outside too. Yes. I just hate beach volleyball. I'd rather play indoor, but it's really hard to find indoor volleyball available and like people to play with and all that stuff what other hobbies do we have we sound really lame i think i like just hanging out with people though so i'm pretty indifferent to what's happening as long as i'm with someone or i guess so if i got to choose i'd probably be doing something active but as long as i'm with someone doing something i don't really care that you can never be alone no i would say the opposite i live a lot of my life alone actually (laughs) so i don't think i like living my life alone but i would prefer to have people Mm -hmm. but i can obviously do it I think there are people who can't do it though so yeah that's one thing about Anna and I she's a big extrovert well actually your personality test came back in the middle <laughs> 50 <laughs> but I think she leans a little bit more extroverted but I on the other hand lean like 70% introverted which so. is ironic because you spend way more of your actual day with other humans well that's just because I work and you're married like you could go 24 hours and never be alone and I could go 24 hours and be alone the entire time and that's like three days a week for me (laughs) yeah well I think when you're married it's just like a different like even though I'm with AJ all day sometimes it feels like I'm alone because we're just like running in parallel sometimes and even though he's there like we're not actively conversating or yeah something Anna's single by the way so she's on the market (laughs) (laughs) yeah on the market Oh, why are we friends? I want to hear these. Please speak well, my compliments and praises. <laughs> we already touched on a lot of them. Um, 
the fact that you're consistent at working out was like, holy crap, this girl is legit. So um, are all of your friends legit? Do they have to be legit to be your friend? No, I just mean legit. Like she takes her workouts seriously and I've never had a friend as consistent in the gym as you. So I really appreciated that. So, okay. Uh, yes, I agree. But do, does that have, is that a qualification for you for a friend? I guess no, is my question. to be in the gym. to be consistent i mean maybe in the gym i don't know but well i generally enjoy (laughs) consistent friendship yes (laughs) not what i meant as in someone could be uh less dependable and still be one of your (laughs) i'm just asking because i don't think it's necessarily like something that's on my checklist of like i mean i appreciate it but i don't think it's a qualification i think since i am an introvert my circle is pretty small So I would like to depend on the three people that I have in my circle. But you, on the other hand, let's say you have 25 people in your... Because I'm always choosing the best (laughs) option. So, you know, (laughs) you're always like, whoever's party is the funnest that night. That's where you are. This is so bad. (laughs) So when you have like 20 to 30 friends... I'm just saying, I was asking if you, as a person, if it's a qualification for someone to be consistent for a friendship. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I guess I would say I prefer someone to be dependable if they're going to be like in my inner circle. It's valid. But there are different tiers of friends. So you have your best friends, you have your regular friends, and then you have people who you don't really talk to, but when you're with them, it's like a good time. So to be in like level one, you need to be consistent and dependable, at least on the important things. Like if it's like something stupid, then I understand. But if it's like, I just broke my leg. Can you come pick me up? And they're like, oh, sorry, I can't. I I, it's just, then just out of town. You're out. Cut you up. You're off. You're off the team. Oh, so there's no uh, reaching out. It's just done. I'm just I'm going into personality mode right here. I just want to know. Well, I think we should do a whole episode on Okay, okay. That's what I'm saying. I could spend an hour on each topic. I didn't know how much yeah. time I was supposed no, to No, I want to do a whole episode on okay. Myers-Briggs. Okay, well, well, we'll make this part fast, and we'll just go through the, the normal Well, it's attributes. only been like 10 minutes. Can you believe it? That's so, so much have fun. a lot of time. <laughs> Let me Ample. take... Hold on. I have to take my earrings off. This part out I had the craziest morning, by the way. My weekends are pretty crazy because... I can't do this. I'm trying to take my earrings off. I filmed an entire video this morning, which normally I like to space out my vlogs. If you don't know, I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> you put it in the intro video. I have, um, oh yeah, okay, yeah. I have a YouTube channel, so I, I do YouTube and I filmed a whole video this morning. But typically I like to space out my vlogs and film like multiple days at once or like spread it out so that I don't have to film 20 minutes of content in one day. But that's what I did this morning. Workaholic. I am drinking an energy energy drink right now because I it's like one o'clock and I, I'm about to pass out. Why the energy drink instead of coffee? Well, I got this for... Well, no, I purchased this. <laughs> <laughs> it's this Alani new um, energy drink that everyone's been talking about and I wanted to try it. I tried it for the vlog. I did it for the vlog, if you will. And now I have to finish it. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, what were we saying? We're, I'm not supposed to grill you on why you think the way you think yet. Correct. Let's, that let's for another ease podcast. the listeners in. Let's not be too argumentative today. I was just prodding. I don't even think it was argumentative, but continue. Yeah, that's another thing about our friendship is that we like to argue a lot. And uh, often it pisses each other off. I think we like to debate a lot. 
as yeah. I interrupt with a any, closing argument. Anything I say, and I was like, well, what about this? Have you considered this? Okay, like, I like okay. to play devil's advocate a lot because I need that in my own life, so I am that. Yes, she's definitely intellectually stimulating. She doesn't let you say something without thinking it through. Like, if you say something off the cuff, I don't know if you're like this with other friends or just with me, but if I say something... And she's like, oh, really? Like, what about this? And I'm like, okay, oh, I my just gosh. want proof of what people, people say things and they just don't have any, like, they haven't thought about it, which is fine. I do that often. But if you're going to say something that I want to know more about, I want proof of why. Evidence. You, yeah. Either how you came to that conclusion, why you're thinking that, what, or where, where you heard it. Are they reliable? <laughs> I'm a, a research article. <laughs> So, oh, speaking of that, we didn't ask you, uh, we, all of us over here, we didn't ask you, <laughs> what do you do for work? What do I do for work? That's an excellent question. Oh yeah, we're supposed to go where we studied and stuff too. Yeah, we completely forgot. This is going to be all out of order though. It's fine. Um, okay, so we both went to the University of Florida. I studied applied physiology and kinesiology. Basically workout science. Exercise science, I think <laughs> is the technical term. But yes, I thought you were going to say your major. Do you want me to keep going? Oh, no. Uh, I majored in finance. <laughs> Not much to say there. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then because I'm a master now, I'll say I also went to more school. So I just graduated and I got my degree in analytics. So I obviously switched a bunch. I was supposed to go to physical therapy school. What is analytics? It's just a buzzword, honestly, but in, in what it should be is um, efficiency and using math to make things more optimal is how I would define it. And data, I guess, is the other big word. So it's like if science, statistics, and I can hear you really badly. <laughs> I know. I'm boring, doing a bad job boring, describing boring. it. Boring. I use computers and math to solve problems. Cool, cool, cool. So what do you do for work? I am a data scientist and full stack developer. She works for a nice tech work, company. It's a no, no. It's a hedge fund. <laughs> it's the opposite of a tech. Oh company. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she used to work for a tech company. Now she. Mm, I used to work for a research <laughs> company. Okay, let me let me describe my background. Okay, just I'll make it short. Okay, keep it short. I'm not supposed to go super technical. I used to work for a research company that studied Parkinson's disease, and in that job. I was a data scientist, which pretty much is using their data to solve their problems in the field, in this case, of pharmacology. My new job is at a hedge fund, but it's the same role where I'm still using their data to solve problems in this sense, like, or in this case, it's finance. So, And it's based in New York, but you get to live in Florida because it's yeah. remote, which is the coolest thing ever. So yeah. She's getting that Silver New York money. of COVID. New York money, but... Florida rates, which is yeah, actually let's not, not say great. that South Florida is super cheap though. <laughs> yeah, so no. If you live go like, to Central Florida, you'd be a millionaire. Yeah. Just kidding, not a millionaire. No housing prices down here. We live between Fort Lauderdale and Miami, so South Florida. Some would say, some would call it. Some would. And uh, prices are crazy. Yeah, like ridiculous. Anna's looking to possibly buy her first home or residence of some sort, and. I think that the fact that the pr the prices are literally insane has been a big... Yeah, I would say so. If I found something in my price range that had, say, something like Central AC, then I would be all about <laughs> it. But you have to spend a lot of money to get what is uh, normal or baseline, I would say, here. So I yeah. have not bought anything yet. But that's also me never deciding anything. Um, 
most of you listening probably already know what I do if you came from my YouTube channel, which I can't imagine you didn't because this is our first episode, but I work for my family's stone company. So we do marble, granite, things like that. We install stone on new construction, high rise buildings in South Florida. So someone builds a huge building with a hundred residences in it. We are the guys who go in, source the stone, install the stone and make it look pretty. Yours was way more concise. You got a text. Or several, rather. All your friends texting you. There's a Gator game going on right now, so people are furious at the score, and I'm getting... Oh, are we losing? You said I wasn't allowed to look. No, I didn't. I said I I wasn't going to look. (laughs) She said, by the way, a Gator game's going on when you said to film, and I said, yeah, I won't look, which now I'm like kind of I'm not that controlling, you guys. (laughs) No, seriously, check the score. I'm curious. Switch tabs. Definitely didn't have it open. College football was a big part of my college life. That is a lie. Okay. (laughs) If it's a big part of your college life, then it is the entirety of my college life. Something you need to know about this podcast is that we're super sarcastic. So (laughs) some of the times you won't know. Sorry, I missed that one. (laughs) Some of the times you won't know if we're being serious or not. I will do my best to clarify if something was sarcastic or not. Um, That was a joke. That's just lame. Well, people need people, to like it or not. Like, you just come here for that or you don't. Yeah, but... Ha- you have to explain it. How are they going to know if I actually Then we're like not football. doing our jobs well. You guys don't watch sports. It freaks me out, actually. Well, we'll do a whole episode on why your family doesn't watch sports. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for that one. <laughs> no, like, growing up in... Your sweater is making noise. <laughs> Sorry. This is our first time, so please give us grace. Like a Christian. Lots of it. <laughs> Um, no, I want to do a whole episode on being raised by immigrant parents and how that shapes you. So stay tuned for that I guess one. I won't be here for that one. <laughs> I'll probably have to choose someone else for that episode. Okay, so that wraps up the intro. Let's dive right in. This podcast was half shallow at the beginning and now we're going to be half serious. So we're going to talk about some serious things like... Is it okay to comment on people's bodies in the workplace, even if it's meant to be a compliment? Off the cuff, what's your instinct, yes or no? Uh, from an HR perspective, I'm going to say no. From my perspective, if it's the same gender, I probably wouldn't care that much. If it were the opposite gender, I would be confused slash <laughs> like have to think about how to now think about each situation where I was interacting with that person. So that would just be another level of annoyance. Mm-hmm. That would be my initial gut reaction. Yeah, I would probably agree with you. I think it's very... So what I'm referencing is a YouTube video that I posted recently where I talked about how an older woman at work has this habit of telling me that I look a certain way, whether it's too skinny or I gained a couple pounds or... She said you gained a couple pounds to your face? (laughs) Or she just won't say you look skinny? Yeah, she'll she'll comment when she thinks that I'm looking skinny. So which makes you think when it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. So the other day we were looking at we were both in the same area looking at something and she turns to me and she says, "Oh, you're looking so skinny. Are you dieting?" And I just looked at her cuz this isn't the first time, right? If it was the first time I would be like, "Haha, like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, whatever." But this was like the fifth time over the course of a couple of years. So I just looked at her, I shook my head, and then I just turned away and like, I used my body language. You shook your head as no to answer her question or like in disappointment? Like in disappointment. Okay. Um, 
but apparently she didn't get the message because a couple of the lack of a message didn't deliver <laughs> shocking yeah i mean i i don't know i'm just like i don't want to make anyone like, uncomfortable so i didn't actually say anything but then a couple of minutes later i'm in my office and she walks by and she goes are you sure you're not dieting you could be a bikini model if you wanted to okay the first part i would be the same the first part i would be like haha whatever yeah, yeah second part that's a little odd like i would be like yeah. that's probably when i would actually say something yeah out at that loud. point it's like just drop it like what <laughs> did you say what? that though no <laughs> i didn't i said no i'm not dieting this is just how i am and then i turned like i turned my body away from her and like looked at my computer and again i was trying to use body language to show that i was uncomfortable Sounds like an anti-confrontation yeah. Which is not really you, then, so that's kind of shocking to me. I like to think that I am pretty confrontational, or at least I don't mind confrontation. But in this case, like, I just, like, ducked. Didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. I talked about that on my YouTube video, and I got... Most people were like, yeah, like, no one should comment on anyone's body, especially at work, because why? Just don't don't comment. If you notice something about people's bodies, keep we it We all to must yourself. be these little robots at work where we have no emotions, we just do our jobs, and don't say anything to anyone. Uh, yeah basically like <laughs> you're not a family you're not siblings you're not best friends you go there you do your job and you go home don't comment on people's bodies something as personal as their body i mean work. i agree i think it's probably not the place for someone to say it at work but then i got a couple comments that were like well <laughs> you're too sensitive society in general is too sensitive and this is a perfect example of that I kind of agree with that also <laughs> yeah because it's like okay i can't take a little silly comment about someone saying that I look good, basically, because in her eyes, skinny is good. It's like, on one hand, am I too sensitive? On the other hand, am I right in justifying and saying I'm uncomfortable? I mean, I think if you feel uncomfortable, you can tell her, and then if she keeps saying it, then that's annoying and bad. But she probably just thinks she's saying something nice and doesn't know that it's annoying you because she's not picking up on your body language. So you can't really be mad at her. No, I'm not mad at her. Like, I know she has good intentions, it's just, can we get to a point in society where people are not commenting on other people's bodies unnecessarily, especially in the workplace? Like, I understand if it was you and me and you just lost 50 pounds and you were trying to lose weight or something. But see, you just, like, what you, the example you just gave, you have background. And so you now, but the example you are experiencing, this person doesn't have background. Exactly. So I want to live in a world where I can make comments without background. And then if someone disagrees, they can say, give me more information and then I'll say okay and then we have this real conversation about things if it ignore like bothers you or something but have you ever been in a situation where someone commented on your body and you were uncomfortable yes so do you like those comments do you want them to keep coming no but if I had an issue with them and I knew it was going to be something that I could keep like kept repeating then I would bring it up if it's a one-time thing and I'm yeah. going to see him again, then I don't care. No, but the argument is, don't you think it would be better if people in the workplace, let's, l let's limit it to the workplace because friends are different. In the workplace, wouldn't it be great if people just refrained from commenting on people's bodies? Yes. yes. I think it's safer. <laughs> yes. I, I agree. Yes. But I also think there are some conversations that as a society, we are steering away from being able to say anything we want to. And I think well, we should have the ability to say things. I agree, but we're not talking about all those other things. You just brought up the example of, as a society, I want to be able to not have to say anything. I'm limiting it to this specific commenting on people's bodies at work. Okay. If society can stop doing that, I think we would all be better off. I agree. I don't want to be sexually harassed at work. Just throwing it out there. So, yeah. I mean, I, don't, I, I think mean, it should, seems like you, you disagree. You should refrain. I think... 
it in a in an office setting, you probably shouldn't say it. But at the same time, if someone says it to you, you just tell them to stop saying it, and then it won't happen. But then if, but there are times like, what if that made you really happy, and then they never said anything? I don't know. Like, there's an, there's another side to the story too. Yeah, but if you're relying on someone else's compliments to make you happy or to make you, because someone commented, they were like, well, what if someone lost fifty pounds and no one commented and they got depressed? Well, there's multiple things here. Number one. It's different if someone at work comments versus someone not at work. Yeah, People at I work, agree with the work thing, but then maybe they don't have any friends, so their yeah, their but life that's, is work. But that's not on the res- that's not the responsibility of Correct. the coworkers. Yeah. Okay, to so you validate. want a delineation between the work and friends? Yes, I can get with that. You shouldn't be relying if you lost fifty pounds and you're depressed because no one at work noticed or commented. They probably noticed, they just maybe didn't comment, and you get depressed. That is on you. You should not be relying on external validation. I agree. At work, especially. I agree. Yeah. But I think it's different. Like if someone has a best friend and their best friend is trying to lose weight because they're trying to become more healthy, whatever, and they lose 50 pounds, it's completely different for a friend, a close friend who knows that they're doing it healthily and they're not like anorexic or starving themselves can comment and be like, oh my gosh, wow, amazing. What about a friend at work? Are they allowed to say something? I think it depends on the level of friendship. Okay, so if you have a friend at work and you they know and are aware of your objective to lose weight, then you lose weight, and then while at the office they say, you look good, you lost weight. That's fine. I think if you know the person enough to know that they're not starving themselves. Okay, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everything, yeah, it's a good situation. Yeah. They are aware of it, but it's just that lunch work. together. You no, see no, that it's in the eat. office. It's in the office. I, I still want to keep that. Yeah, you, you don't eat lunch with your office friends? No, I'm saying I just want this example to happen at the office. Yes. Okay. Yeah. If you're close enough to know that that office friend eats a good amount of food and like isn't starving themselves, then yeah. Okay. I think I take it so personally because in high school, I actually, all of my childhood, I was always told that I was too skinny. Random teachers would come up to me and I gave this one example in my video. My English teacher in 10th grade came up to me and she said, Hey, Rachel, are you okay? Are you eating enough? You are looking really too skinny. You need to eat a burger today. Please eat a burger today. I'm really concerned. Love that red meat push. And, <laughs> and I just remember thinking, what the hell? Oh, we're allowed <laughs> to say these words. <laughs> okay, what the heck? What the heck? What? <laughs> and I told my mom, my mom was pissed, and it was just, I want, I'm not going to say traumatizing because it wasn't, but it was like, well, you're thinking about it now. <laughs> it affected me to the point where, I always thought I was too skinny and that's not the only time. It's just the one example I'm giving today, but it's like skinny shaming is real. I believe it is. I cannot relate, but I believe it is to where I, yes. So it makes you think about yourself in a way where maybe you had not thought about it before and it's yeah. definitely not that person's responsibility and she probably did it innocently and maybe she really genuinely thought, I don't know, whatever she thought she was doing was a good thing. Yeah. I think society has a double standard when it comes to they can easily say people who are too big are unhealthy but we don't think about how often they tell small people or or people who they think are too thin are unhealthy too i don't know if that made sense no it does i know what you're saying like there's the other side of the story as well yeah or spectrum is i guess how it would go yeah like people worship really fit people but at the same time people who look aesthetically pleasing are maybe not the healthiest in terms of like how they got there or even what they look like so but in this case the teacher said that i'm not 
healthy. Like she told me, you are too thin. This is unhealthy. Did you say, give me the research article that supports these findings. That's what you need to no, do. I was Stand up girl. for yourself at the age of 15. Your high school teacher comes up and talks to you. That's a lot of power that they have. I think people need to realize that genetics play a big role. Whether you're overweight, underweight, or just perceived to be overweight or underweight. Yes, but most- in the same vein, I don't think you can just justify... Was I justifying it? No, because you cut me off. <laughs> it's a slippery slope we're about to no, go on here. I think genetics play a huge role in someone's weight. And yes, of course, there's a large percentage that is based on lifestyle, 100%. But genetics does play a big role. I would agree with that. So that's all I was trying to say. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want to demotivate people. No, absolutely not. Because, But if this teacher really cared about me, she would have observed me. She would have seen what I'm eating at lunch in the cafeteria. She would have seen what does my parents look like. Am I the only one that's this thin in my entire family? If that was the case, that would be concerning. But if it's like, oh, look at her family. They're all thin people. And I see that she's eating a good amount of food. She's playing sports like she's a healthy girl. Then maybe back off. You know? Yeah, that's my opinion. I agree. And my takeaway is I'm not going to say anything to anyone about how they look unless I am like their close bestest friend. I think you can comment on like, hey, your hair looks great or you're so pretty or you're beautiful or you're glowing. Well, what if they struggle with their hair? And that's not like, what if that's like their real insecurity? A lot of it's genetics. I think the issue of weight is a more common issue. So yes, we could, have, to... we could have people who are scared of their eyebrows or like insecure of their eyebrows or their eyelashes. Like there's so many things, but weight is such a common one that a lot of people have issues with eating disorders, um, restricting all that stuff. Since it's so common, let's look up how many, what, what are the stats? 9% of the US population or 28.8 million Americans will have an eating disorder in their lifetime. So that's 9% of the population, which is a lot. It's true. Now, if you say, well, how many people struggle with their hair? It'll probably be less than 9%. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the principle, though, behind, you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. No, I get that. And I'm biased because I did struggle with, I, as a child, like, I was told that. So it's like, I'm subconsciously always aware of it. But I can see how the other, what's 100 minus 9? 91% of people are like, who cares? Like, I get that. Yeah. It's just... I mean, I don't think it's... I think people are aware. And I think people are trying to... Yeah, I think our generation and the generation below us is more aware of things like that, both on the good side and the bad side. Like like you said, we're going in a direction where you almost can't say anything. Um, So I don't want to be like too much on that side, you know? Just speaking my truth. Your truth? Is there no such thing as absolute (laughs) truth? Oh my gosh, this is what I'm talking about, guys. Everything I say... She picks it apart. Well, if you're saying your truth, that indicates that you think there is no absolute truth and I cannot live in a world where there's no, no I, absolute truth. I definitely believe in absolute truth. There we go. See, that's what I have to be careful of, especially if we're going to... Thank you for keeping me in check. Mm-hmm. Everyone's... The world is going to be listening to this and if I let you get away with your truth. <laughs> um, so have, do you have any experiences that you want to share related to weird comments on your body? Uh, I don't have any that you're privileged don't have any yeah it's pretty normal (laughs) average um i know i mean i i I don't know i'm pretty average i would say for body type all around so i'm not like yeah you're not too one way or the other yeah 
never been tiny, never really been big. So that you and the other 91%. I know. (laughs) I mean, but there was a time though where I, so like I began to eat healthier, I'd say in the last couple of years. So I lost weight and then people commented on it. So I guess you could say in your snot scenario was, did people think I looked unhealthy prior? I guess could be like a thought, but in my mind, it's more like how I feel. And if I'm able to perform athletically. Yeah. That's how I would like judge Mm -hmm. success. Not success, but like it's less how I'm perceived as in like visually how I appear versus like, oh, I felt better on that run or I lifted more. Just for some backstory, Anna and I used to eat a whole box of pasta each. There's nothing wrong with it. I still stand by (laughs) it. There's absolutely nothing wrong. It was amazing. I still do it. noodles. I still do it to this day. But in college, we were obviously like... like, Well, you're in college, so like who cares? Like we said, we were working out every single day. And after we worked out, we would make a bunch of pasta, eat it, and then watch Kim Kardashian. (laughs) I recall, because Anna then shortly after moved down here where I live. There was like a two years in between there, but sure, we'll go with it. Well, sometime in between the two years, you stopped the pasta phase. Well, what happened was in college, you just don't care for one thing. And you also eat at abnormal hours and it's 1 a.m. and you're like, let's make brownies. And everyone's like, sure, yes, we're making brownies (laughs) right now. So then you're like eating at who knows when. And then when I left college, graduated, got a job, (laughs) accepted society, went into the working world and also was doing school. So I had zero time. So like the only things that I did were like, I didn't eat, I didn't stay up late. So I didn't eat out late and I didn't really eat out that much because that was time consuming. So I just was healthier by like, whatever it had to happen, I guess. I didn't choose to, it just was happening just because of lack of time and lack of hanging out with people, honestly, (laughs) is really how I did it. So then I began to feel better and I was like, oh, what you eat actually You really began to feel better? Like genuinely? Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Like I, no, I didn't realize. Like now I, like I don't like eating out because it's expensive for one thing, but I actually don't feel that well after. And that's not just like eating out, like whatever. But I'm saying if you eat out, if I can tell what I'm eating affects how I feel in terms of like, oh, I feel, I feel lighter today. I feel whatever, more Less awake. groggy. Yeah. I think most people, I think most people would agree with that if you put in the time for it to happen too it's just you don't feel it immediately and mm-hmm. then you don't really realize it until after like I didn't realize it when it was happening it was just like oh like retrospectively yeah and it wasn't intentionally so do you still crave pasta I mean I'll eat pasta and I'm like drawing the line no, I know I know pasta. so again for some backstory Anna eats a very healthy diet. That's not no no no. Don't you not no, say that at all. I think it's true compared to me. I don't least. eat out that much. That's about the only healthy thing that I do. And but I try also, to fuel my body according to how I exercise the next day, which I don't even know if that's actually correct of how you're supposed to do it time wise. But but she eats protein, vegetables, and a small amount of carbs. She eats carbs, but on like a normal weekday, you're very balanced. Like you don't yeah indulge in a box of pasta like we used to. And I still do that often. (laughs) So compared to me, I think that your diet is very healthy. But I think also if I were living with someone who did that, then I probably would do it too. So I think that's part of it as well. Yeah. Marriage can definitely take a toll. (laughs) Or roommates. Just throwing it out there. But yes. Um, When you live with someone, you definitely absorb a lot of their eating habits, which is fine. And I just chose whatever I was doing when I was most busy ended up being healthy because it was time efficient not that anyone cares about any of that <laughs> no i think it i think people care let us know if you care <laughs> or don't what was interesting to me about this person at work who commented on my body 
is that it was... <laughs> Why am I talking like this? I don't know. It was at a time where I actually was restricting. And I haven't even told you this yet, but I told the vlog, but the vlog isn't out at the time of recording this. It, anyways, it's complicated. Life is chaos. But anyways, when that person made that comment at work, I was restricting my diet in a way that... What does that mean? Parameters? I will tell you. Okay. I was restricting my diet in a way that did not serve me well. So when I got back from Italy, I made this comment on my vlog. Life is hard. She got back from Italy, guys. <laughs> I got back from Italy and I thought I was going to gain weight because of all the pasta and all the treats and everything. But I lost two pounds after my Italy trip. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing so well. I'm on a roll. Like I'm a health, I'm a health freak because I was walking like 15,000 steps and I just felt really good about that. So I wanted to keep up my health streak. So what I decided to do subconsciously, I didn't like actively decide this. I was just like, let me just eat some salads. So I ate salads for the next two weeks after I got back for lunch. And then for some reason... Wait, what do you normally eat so we can have some contrast here? I Not salads. <laughs> <laughs> I would eat like a rice and bean and chicken bowl or like... Which isn't bad, but heavier, no, I guess. No, it, it has carbs. That's the, that's the point. The carbs affect me a lot. Well, also, you were completely sedentary while working versus moving. That's like the main thing. You just have to fuel your body to what you're doing. Yeah. But anyway, so I started eating salads every day for lunch, which is unusual for me. And on top of that, for some reason, I was really into Caesar salads for dinner. So I would have salad for lunch. It leaves all day, every day. Yeah. Oh gosh. For a week. And I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking. I was just like doing whatever. I, I felt fine. I didn't feel like a lack of energy or I didn't feel shaky like I normally would if I didn't have carbs. And on top of that, normally I eat a bagel for, lunch, for breakfast, a bagel with butter. I switched to yogurt. <laughs> the same week? <laughs> the same week. Like the second half of that week and the week after. Okay. So I was just like, I'm going to be so healthy. I'm going to eat like... 100% clean. I had Greek yogurt for breakfast, salad for lunch, salad for dinner. And, and what <laughs> exercise did you do? I wanted to continue my walking streak after okay. Italy. So we walked uh, maybe three times a week. Okay. And then you and I work out Saturdays. Okay. So, so, so this given week though, you've now cut out a lot of carbs and increased at least increased when a little you bit. were last at work. Yes. Your exercise. Okay. So this goes on for almost two weeks. This Monday. So today is Saturday. This past Monday is week three, right? So I do this okay. weird diet for two weeks. Week three is this week. Yeah, I'm tracking. I crash. At work? Like, phys yeah, physically, I start getting shaky. I get irritable and I'm starving. I, this week was insane. I binged, I, I say the word binge very loosely. For me, I, compared to the previous two weeks, I ate everything I could see. Okay. I went to KFC, <laughs> I went to Poi Tropical, I went to Taco Bell, and I just like was ravenous. So I don't remember what my point was to this whole story. Oh, when the person commented on my body at work, that was during, at the end of my right weird- Right before you became irritable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe you were becoming irritable. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I reacted so poorly. It was weird because I didn't realize that she noticed. Like, it's weird that someone wouldn't... I don't know if it was a coincidence. Like, if she would have said that to me anyway, even if I wasn't restricting. Or, like, if she really notices a, a one to two pound weight loss in me. You know what I mean? My guess, although I don't know, is that it was random. Because yeah, I feel probably. like one to two pounds or percentage-wise of your body weight, because I guess it's the more relative thing, is 
like not someone at work's not gonna notice. Maybe yeah. I don't know, but maybe it would be more like a month long because I guess if you were gone for two weeks and then yeah, I don't know. It just made me feel really weird. And then thinking back to the fact that I was restricting, it was like okay, that's weird. So then, did it make you want to keep restricting because you're like I have to keep up with it? And then no, you're like oh, no. I don't want to do this. And now I'm spiraling, and I need to go on Instagram and talk no, about no, this. No, no, no. I am actually not affected by what people say. Well. <laughs> I think we can beg to differ considering the fact we're discussing it right now. I, it, it annoys me and it irritates so me, but it doesn't affect how I view my body. Okay. Like I, so you want to fight sense. for the cause, but it doesn't affect yes. you. I, it does not matter to me what people think about my body because I'm confident okay. and I've come to that point in my life. Did it used to bother me? hundred percent. Okay. But not anymore. Okay. So all that to say, I learned a lesson about restricting and I wouldn't say dieting because I didn't even intentionally do it. I was just like, haha, let me see how long I can go. Okay, but I think a few points here. I don't think it's bad to switch to a healthier diet. Absolutely I don't not. think, it, I think it depends on how you do it too, like transitional phase. Exactly. That's what I lack. And also like what the objective is too. If it's just like to be tiny, I think it's hard to do that. No, I didn't even, I don't even care. I'm not saying like, you, I'm saying in general. No, I know. But, yeah. but my idea was like, I felt so good after Italy. I felt I think it was like you were just moving, honestly, yes, though. <laughs> I agree. I realized that now, but at the time I was like, let me be as healthy as I can yeah. be, walk a lot, eat little. But now I realize that I can eat normally and just yeah. increase my movement and I will still feel great. So once you increase your movement a ton, and then you're still like, how can I increase it more without breaking my body? That's when you start getting into the, That's <laughs> the, the real at. science. Yeah, you're like, how do I increase more without getting hurt? Then you're like, oh, I do need to put on some weight because otherwise you yeah. will get hurt. But then part of it's like, no, you don't really have, there's like a whole, it depends on what you want to do. It's fun. Yeah. So, Anna's over here like, experiment. how can I be more of an athlete? <laughs> <laughs> Not an athlete. I don't even describe myself as that so much as I just want to be healthy. You want to... You want to consistently grow in both your running and your... Or maintain. I want to not get hurt. My main goal is to not yeah. get hurt. How many miles do you run? That's an ambiguous <laughs> question. In a year. No, like uh, you run what? Twice a week? Twice a week? Three now, but it used to be So two. like what's your running three, split? Three, five. Three miles on Monday. Five miles on Thursday. Used to be Saturday and then we had to work out on Saturday and it's this whole time change thing. I used to have a very scheduled life back when I was doing work at school, like very scheduled. Five miles is the optimal distance I could go. Anyway, three, five, and I just started adding a long run on usually Sundays, depending on how my back feels after Saturday's working out. That averages between six to 13 miles that wow. Sunday run. That is insane. But that's, that's the test right now because I got hurt back in April running a 10-mile run out of the blue. And so I, was, I want to be able to run 10 miles and not get injured. How far can I push my body? Well, I physically felt fine while running. That was the annoying thing. Just like, after. It was really, really easy to run. And then the next two days on Monday after that, I ran three miles and my foot just broke. But I think a lot of it was because I was sitting, like driving actually is what I realized, mm -hmm. which doesn't help while working. Yeah, working sucks. Yeah, it's really, really bad for you. <laughs> Actually, like really bad for you. A standing desk helps to a certain extent, but it's still not great overall. Like the whole scenario of yep. sitting slash standing sedentary. 
Anyways, I learned that I need to be more consistent in what I eat. I need to stop doing these big swings of one week I'm super healthy, the next week I suck. Like I just need to be even keeled. I need to eat balanced meals as often as I can and not let my mental state influence how I eat. And okay, I feel like you're like really you good to at make that. Rules in. I think if you just set objectives or, okay, if I need to be balanced, what does balance look like? Define balance and then you just stick with it. Yeah, I feel like you're really good at that because you eat mostly the same thing during the week. Um, what would you say about that? Um, I mean, I, th- I, I eat most of this, I eat the same stuff for lunch, which I think is pretty normal though for people. So, who what work. do you eat normally? Right now, because it's the cold season, I have a chicken tortilla soup that I made on uh, Friday, I think, or something. And then I make enough for like the week, and then that's just what I eat during lunch, every day for lunch. But again, that's not that abnormal to pack a lunch. That would be the equivalent of packing lunch and going to work. But don't you sandwich eat, every day. didn't you eat like grilled chicken with peppers? That was When like your I lived in... North Carolina, which was the year I was working and doing school, and every my entire day I could have told like I was routine to a T then, and then yes, I had a lot of grilled chicken and peppers because I had a grill, so I can't really grill chicken now, which is really. But sad. you still eat chicken and peppers now, correct? Just not as abundantly because I don't have a way to cook it the way I want it. So yeah. I had to look for other methods. Soup is one of them. I will just cook it too. That's like a, I'll, I'll alternate between your, the soup and then that the cast iron. Yeah, the cast irons are hard to clean though, so I haven't perfected that. It freaks me out. But the point is, you most of the time eat consistently throughout the week. Same same thing. I'll just put... Yes, Different it's way. chicken, it's peppers, it's beans, it's... Mexican um, food is your fave. Yeah. I'm not alone in that though, too. A lot of the books that I read about people who are into running, they have similar diets. Um, Interesting. And, and I then love a Mexican lot of tortilla food. chips for my... That is my carb source, is tortilla chips. (laughs) Yeah, the thing is, I don't know if it's because I'm married, but when you're married, (laughs) me generalizing, I feel like since I got married, I have this desire to cook variety of food. Oh, I had the desire. If I had a nicer kitchen, I also would. Maybe if I did have more time, I wouldn't resent it so much, but right now it's like I come home from work, and then it's like I have to cook, and that sucks. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't mind that. But if you don't like it, then I would already have food made, and then I just reheat it. Yeah, that's why we use HelloFresh. HelloFresh is honestly amazing. Not sponsored, but just. I don't them. understand how it's so different though than just getting groceries and having food. Because it's convenient. the last thing. Like, for it what did I? S- <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just like catered, personalized grocery shopping. You don't have to do it. You pay for someone else to do it for you. What did I say this morning that I spent all morning? I woke up at seven. Mm-hmm. Actually, I woke up at six thirty so I could start filming wow. at seven. I know. I spent all morning mm-hmm. being creative, doing a video, mm-hmm. which the video was me being productive. So I was cleaning the house. I was doing a bunch of stuff. Okay. Now we're doing this. Then we have to go to the gym. It's gonna be five o'clock. Five o'clock. And guess what? Good I have dinner. to. I have to make a grocery list and decide what I'm gonna cook for the week. Absolutely not. I refuse. That's what most <laughs> people do. But most people have don't as vigorous, if not more, lives than you do. But they, I, I disagree. I disagree. Imagine having four kids, and you're telling me that's like easier oh, than you trying no, no, to do no. this. I'm not comparing myself to someone who has kids. I'm comparing myself well, to. Well, they're usually the people who are making dinner. <laughs> like, well, they ha- they are mature. They have. They so have it's ma- the lack of maturity then. <laughs> Probably, honestly, I I just. 
I maybe I use it as an excuse, but the fact that I work and I do YouTube and now I'm doing this podcast, like I use that as my main excuse that I shouldn't have to cook. Do you want me to play devil's advocate here? Because I can't. I already know. I already know the other side. <laughs> okay. Because like, yeah, I don't know. It's I just don't like cooking. It's something I'm working on. I don't think you have to enjoy it. And if you don't and you found a solution and it fits within your budget, then I'm not anti it at all. Yeah, no, HelloFresh is great, and AJ cooks a lot too now, so that's great. There you go. Yeah. Stephanie Buttermore. Shout out. (laughs) (laughs) Watch us. Listen to us, I mean. We both, you followed her for a while, right, Stephanie? Uh, Enough. She is a fitness influencer who went through this huge phase of restricting. Sorry, I just touched your foot. (laughs) (laughs) She went through, because she used to be, okay. She is just waiting for the explanation here. She can't talk. She used to compete in bodybuilding competitions. So she would restrict all the time. She'd be super skinny and she would always complain that she was starving because she was literally starving. So then she went through this journey that she named All In, which is where for the next, I think it's been two years now, she would eat. I think it's been more. We're what, getting old. Whatever she wanted with no limit. So at the beginning of her journey, she would eat like 10,000 calories a day because that's what her body wanted. But then over time, her body wanted less and less and she kind of evened out and now she's eating like a normal two to 3,000 calories. And she- Can we say normal? Honestly though, I'm asking- I think so. Average for a average woman. I don't know. Relative to her weight, it was normal. Yeah. So she gained a bunch of weight. I think she gained like 60 or 70 pounds, but then her body naturally settled into her set weight, which was higher than her competition weight, obviously, but lower than her max, like her highest. That was interesting to me because I kind of learned that on a much smaller scale the past couple of weeks of like, if you restrict too much, your body will rebound and it knows what it's doing and it will tell you, like it'll tell you if you're doing something wrong. I think this is some APK knowledge. But I would agree in terms of if you want something to actually stick, a diet, an exercise regimen, whatever it is, it needs to be attainable and it needs to be like sustainable. Yeah. So if you're just going from 100% to let's cut it to 20%, you might even be able to do that for your set time of two weeks. I need to lose 20 pounds before my next competition, whatever it is. But at the same time, you're not sustainable with that so then you're gonna immediately go back to the other side of okay back to 100% because you've just been pulling yourself back the entire time exactly that's the key sustainability save the earth so I don't know if you grad like you gradually go into it or if you like you start 75 70 65 yeah and I'm not trying to knock cutting calories because I think there's a time and place to cut calories especially if it's for health reasons or even if it's for a temporary goal like I remember the week before my wedding (laughs) I went to my dress fitting and the dress would not zip. And me and my mom were flipping out because we were like, what the heck are we going to do? So that week I did the same thing I did this past two weeks. I salads, salads were my go-to and I lost, I think it was five pounds in one week. I'm not saying that's healthy. I'm just saying it's a time and a place. (laughs) (laughs) Completely debunk everything you just said prior. By the no, way, this works for me once, and if you ever need it, it's in the back pocket. <laughs> I literally had no choice. There was no time to alter the dress. Well, maybe that's how Stephanie Buttermore feels. I have to get paid for my next competition. Yeah, this no, is my I, job. she probably felt that way, and I, I sympathize with that. I just never want to have to do that ever again, so I'll never put myself in a position where 
the dress is too small or, you know, you should never buy a wedding dress that is too small for you. Like, be realistic, you know? Although some people don't use it for motivation and lose weight. I have been Yeah, told. but I think, I don't know if this is true, but all, I've heard all the stories of people like... Oh, I'm sure people don't because people are horrible yeah. at sticking to what their plans are. Exactly. But they think if I said this expensive thing that I have to actually do... Then like, that's why people buy yeah. Pelotons. They're like, oh, I spent $2,000. Yeah, $2, exactly. That's I why people have to ride. Yeah, get right. gym memberships because they're like, oh, if I pay for it each month, then I'm going to go. And that's good. But the problem is people don't do that. Yeah. And I think the main issue is people just need to do what they're going to say they're going to do. It's really what it comes down to. Not everyone really is as disciplined as you. I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying that's really what it comes down to, though. Anna is one of the most disciplined, the most disciplined person that I personally know. To a fault, I would say, though. You and my mom comes with its issues. are the two most disciplined people I know. Well, I think all of really, every single thing you do is because you want to do it, so you just have to... It's like what, yeah, as long as you can, as long as you enjoy it. No, I don't think I do a lot of the things I enjoy. That's probably that's that's, part of the discipline okay, part. Okay, yeah, that's that's why you're so disciplined. Or that's proof that you're disciplined. Yeah. I think I'm like a machine, you know, where like once you tell it to do something, it can't deviate. It's going to only do what you told it. It's like but impossible to deviate. Except in social situations because you're very flexible and go with the flow. But I think that is how I am programmed. <laughs> like, I think, Anna is a robot. I just saying like, my go-to in situations with other people is to adapt to what the other people want to do. So that, but me, my, I think my like characteristic we, is mm-hmm. adaptation. Whoever I'm hanging out with that day, we're probably doing what they want to do. And we're probably, whatever. And so I can do various things because I'm down to do whatever said person wants to do. But you also have your own agenda for when you're alone or when you're working. Like you have a, a set agenda of stuff yeah. that you so want to do. I think the do. difference would be if like, say you wanted to do this podcast today at 12 and I really wanted to go on a run this morning and I was supposed to be getting it done. Da, 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 and I would probably work my schedule around you so that you got it done. But I would also, even if it meant me having to wake up earlier, stay up later, whatever, get that one thing done that I, I knew in my checklist I needed to get done. That's the sacrificial heart. That's not, I'm saying like I would be flexible, yeah. but I would also like change my stuff around. It's the best make... of both worlds. Yeah. If you think about it, it is because I'm not very flexible and I hate changing plans. So the fact that you can change plans and still accomplish your to-do list is great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think there needs to be more compromise probably on both ends for every people that where I'm like, I probably should do that a little less. Yeah. I mean, no one's like perfect. That. True. True, true. Except the Lord. I don't like this idea. This may be the last time you hear from me. Oh, no. Give us a good review so that Anna feels confident to come back. If you can figure out how to do that, because I tried. You can't do it from your... On Spotify, yeah. You can't do it... Spotify, I looked it up. A lot of people are saying that you can't give a review on Spotify. Yeah, that's what you Google also told me. (laughs) So go ahead and go on Apple Podcasts. But you can't do that on your computer either. I tried Apple Podcasts. Well, most people don't listen to podcasts on their computer they probably do if they're working mm, true valid and is so, it your people nine to five workers <laughs> pull out your phone go on apple podcast app and give us we're just a, assuming everyone has an iphone also we'll I make said, that assumption did i say phone yeah i said phone not iphone people can you get have- apple podcasts on an android oh my gosh if you have an iPhone, please go, go mm-hmm. on Apple Podcast. Give us a five-star review. Leave and if us, you don't, you're screwed. Can you stop interrupting <laughs> me? <laughs> write us a review because that's what really helps. You just Is write. It? Yes, just write like a few sentences. Submit it. We really appreciate it. Anna will feel more confident in her thoughts and opinions. You did really well today. Thanks. I feel more confident. <laughs> 
this was our first time so we're probably gonna watch this or listen to this in a year from now and be like oh my gosh cringe i already feel that way now before the year well from let's now. <laughs> see i'll edit i'll edit it make it sound really smart and then it'll be fine i made an instagram for this podcast it's at a small amount of drama on instagram follow that and <laughs> you'll be notified every time there's a new episode i think that they're going to come out on saturdays i think so so i post monday and thursday on youtube and then it makes sense to post this on saturday should we ask them for to send in emails or is it too early I don't know if we're gonna get any, if we're gonna get any like if people will actually. I mean, yeah, if you want to, go. So for it. we're gonna do advice column episodes where basically you send in, you email us with something you're struggling with or something you need advice on, and we will give you our unbiased That's opinion. A yeah, well, yeah, we're both biased. We will give you our opinion um, and our advice, and if you want, you can go ahead and do that. If we get enough submissions, we'll read them. I think even if we get one, we'll read it next time because why not? You know? Yeah, I didn't know that people were doing it through email. Yeah, or on our Instagram, there's okay. a contact button, which goes to our email. Wow. Tech. So you can do that, or you can DM the Instagram, and we'll just read that. Get admin rights to all these things, too? Sure. Sweet. <laughs> so yeah, even if we just get one scenario, we will most likely read it, so feel free to send it in. So if you're that first one, just waiting to see what we have to say <laughs> to you because you really want to hear our thoughts and opinions and value them highly for who knows why, you'll then be the send first. it. Yeah. yeah, send it in. Uh, also, let us know what you want to hear. Let us know if this audio was terrible. Uh, if you have any feedback, we are open to it. So yeah, any closing thoughts? No, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say. Alrighty, thank you. Bye. Bye.